Welcome to the Brains Magazine podcast, a podcast with in-depth interviews and conversations with world-class entrepreneurs, expert coaches, industry leaders, and international celebrities. Get exclusive insight into the world of business, mindset, leadership, and lifestyle with your host, Mark Sefton. want to welcome you to the next episode of the Brains Magazine podcast. And today we speak with Igor Sihan. Uh, Igor is the founder, CEO, and consultant for System of All. How are you today, Igor? Are you well? Thank you, Mark. I'm super well, actually. I'm, I, uh, I would like to thank you first for this invitation. I would like to thank you for this opportunity to present myself, to present company, to give a little bit more of the outputs, uh, I would say, uh, publicly as well to others, uh, to your readers, to followers, to everyone, that they understand a little bit what is happening around our projects. Uh, so thank you very much for this opportunity. Thank you for the invitation. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, it's always fascinating for me when I have somebody like yourself that comes across my path and always enjoy actually just... Um, understanding the reason why people do what they do for me Igor that's something that really fascinates me uh, more so than what it is somebody does it's really like the essence as to why they do it we're all making decisions every day of our lives and we're all motivated uh, and working towards you know something it's already nearly May kind of what are, what have been some of the things that you've been working on uh, this year uh, I would say pretty. I have pretty, pretty divided company in the several structures, and um, I would say we came into this decision because, of course, the research and analysis itself they they require a lot of money and a lot of foundation and etc. So, with I would say in some kind of stage where we have seen that progress is actually happening behind my research and development and our research and our developments. We decided, okay, this is actually good. It means uh, we actually hit the point. I hit the point. Let's uh, let's bring some new things. I will send out to the company because we can literally because like this. So as you have noticed, uh, we have just uh, launched our new NFT. It means uh, prototype and one version is out. We are now developing. I will say further, which I will say limited edition is going to have approximately three to five hundred traits. Uh, it's super great because it's, um, I mean, we're joking. We are constantly, I would say, reminding the White House and everyone around our, I would say, projects and initiatives because somehow we had, and we have, and I, I, have, I have really personal strong drive, I would say, towards the White House and all, I would say, geopolitical locations, which are important for West and for the East. Why? Because the projects which are behind what we are doing are super important not only for internet revolution, not only for industrial revolution. We know that we are now probably almost in the, somewhere in the, I would say, end of the fourth industrial revolution. But what is fascinating is that at the same time, I believe that we are coming already in the fifth industrial revolution, which is connecting, I would say, so-called brainwave technologies. And uh, this is really strong, I would say, um, part of, of the technology, which is still unknown. Uh, and this is this is where it comes. I would say additional drive. You know, when you ask why did you decide to do something, um, what are you doing? It means um, 
I think that every entrepreneur is trying to do almost similar thing. Everyone is trying to bring a solution to society, which society look, is looking for. It means we all live in the society full of problems. We all came to work every day to solve some kind of problem. But what, what would be this right problem that I would solve? Huh? And every problem seemed a little bit too, not too little for me, but it was not... It was, I, I didn't feel, I would say, such a big temptation as at the brainwave. And why? Because years and years, they were like this question, okay, does brainwave technology exist? Um, what can we do with it? We had only dark net around this technology. And this was, I will say, this was a little bit, you know, like, okay, if there is something, I'm super curious if there is something. And when, when I'm curious, I would like to find out if there is something, you know? So I, we went through a lot of struggles. I need to admit, it, it's not easy. It means um, we are talking about more as 195 governments. We are talking about uh, World Health Organization. We are talking about United Nations and so on. What unfortunately, uh, we were facing these problematics with, with different kind of ministry from the health, from edu education and so on, which of course, meant if we bring our innovation out, this will require a big changes. And these changes cost a lot of money. But at the same time, we knew that in the defense, Ministry of Defense, which are connecting as well intelligence environments, um, they are probably much more, much, much more in front. It means it's logical. Or it means, I mean, if NSA or CIA would not develop some kind of programs then, and if I would, then probably probably I would be super phenomenal. Or? So this was then the question, how to bring, I would say, those things, I would say, out to the public to not scare people, to not fear people. I would say to bring this, not as addition, but probably this is going to be the main drive as well, I would say, of intelligence departments, of defense and so on. Uh, and everyone who got stuck with this question, it means um, are we even prepared to talk about this? So I was advising my, I mean, advising. I was looking for similarities and I was looking for people that they are working some things, uh, I would say similar. I was talking with several people from Harvard, which were developing, uh, proving as well, the long distance communication and distance of 5,000 miles and so on. Um, so some, some researches were already done, some tests were done and people succeed actually to prove this impossible phenomenon. Um, but uh, again, it, it was not exactly what I wanted. So, and what was bothering me was that with every office that I was talking in any country, everyone was like, no one, no one didn't know what I'm talking about. I was waiting on email replies, two, three months, four months. No one didn't know what I'm talking about. So then this was like, I would say one frustration, which was like going year after year. And in 2017, um, it was, it, it was actually right on the bridge of the 2016 and 17. I actually came out uh, with a, not only with solution, it means we have found the first scientific evidence um, that something like this is possible, that we can actually use the brainwave devices and we can develop this, I would say, as a, can we say, as a basis of, uh, I would say, the new technology, new future. I would say that yes, sir. But now we had, I would say, this big part in front of us. How are we going to convince? government. I was in the middle of Switzerland. How am I going to convince uh, entire parliament that they implement the new law? So uh, with, with every step I came, I would say in the, in, I would say in one further, bigger question, which requires, which required, I would say a little bit more as 
if I would just open a software company and I would say like, okay, now we are going to develop, I don't know, some application that you download and you use it with your Windows model. So it took a lot of time. I will say it took us several months. Uh, of course, a lot of emails. I think around 7,000 emails I sent in approximately four years to departments of um, defense, United States of America, to White House, to United Nations, to International Criminal Court in the Netherlands. Uh, it means it took a lot. And um, at the same time, we had, I would say, I believe that thing is going to happen soon enough. Why? Because we had already commercial pro products on the market, some of them. So it was time. It means, are we going to recognize this technology or not? It would be wise that we would. Um, then even further on this, I decided, okay, let's go to test ministry. Let's go to test hospitals. So I literally took the project maps. I was walking from one hospital to another hospital. I was asking them if they are recognizing as in a medical practice, uh, what would it mean if everyone would suffer any kind of damage? What would it happen if anyone would report, I will say, any kind of technological abuse? And in 99%, this was still a question of the mental illness. So again, we needed to go back to the start. We needed to check all regulatories regarding what does it mean mental illnesses regarding schizophrenia, schizophrenia, paranoia, and so on. So a lot of work. I mean, it's like um, every time when we made two steps forward, then we needed to go one step back. We needed to look back again, one new regulatory, one new law, and so on. Now, mm -hmm. For implementing law, let's say in Washington DC, you need a lot of power. You would mean, I mean, you would think that um, uh, that it would take probably um, probably even longer. So I think that what we succeeded to change in the four years since I started the initiative to Washington DC, we did really big change, uh, and uh, it was expected that European Union is going to follow this, and then it was a. Uh, a delay there were like there are still some kind of complaints i would say in the european union because they are not so convinced if it's the right time at the same time they are looking for the solution as well would they follow this suggestion um, but they are they realize that sooner or later they will need to because again we are getting this technology to our homes in the mm. small commercial components it means uh facebook or let's say now meta and they are developing mind, type, mind typing application. It, it means so really soon you will be able to type your messages only with your mind on your mobile phone. Um, then we have a projects like um, you can, uh, I mean, one really fascinating is from the Baltimore University. They are developing the so-called uh, so-called brainwave arms. It means really good prosthesis, robotic, robotic prosthesis which are full of sensors and they have wireless brainwave computers, which are literally reading your nerve system and brain algorithm. And they take the value from your brain, convert, and they convert it into computer language. And they literally communicate back with your brain, bringing as well values to your brain cortexes. It means uh, now what happens is that the arm starts literally working as your normal arm. It means it's not anymore as a primitive prosthesis moving left, right, but it behaves like something that we do not think about, at least not consciously. 
And the fascinating thing is that, of course, it's full of sensors. It brings as well the, it means the surface, um, it means the sharpness of the surface, the temperature, uh, all kind of, I would say, uh, sensations. It brings back to our brain. So we can actually feel with this arm, I would say, what we are touching. Um, now, what does it mean? It means we are proving, it means we can bring, the, we can bring information back to our brain. Uh, and sooner or later, we will need to form as well the, not only the regulatory, we will need to implement the right law. We will need to be familiar with problematic. If something appears, we need mm. to know how to solve the problem. Now, what is still happening is, let's say, when we were making tests and we took, let's say, most developed countries into the plan, like Switzerland, United Kingdom, um, and United States of America, we took as well one, I would say, some regions in Balkan. Uh, and uh, it's fascinating that they, that they still do not even know that this technology exists. Mm. So it means if you come to hospital, to United Kingdom, and you say, uh, we were literally making tests, and as well in Switzerland. Uh, so we ask our doctor, and I think, I, I don't want to mention his name, I don't want to mention the hospital name or anything, but just as a point, when we, when we ask, when I ask the doctor if he knows the technology and uh, what would they do in the case if someone comes injured and he says that he injured himself from the brainwave technology, he said that those are illusions, that the devices like this, they do not exist. If I really believe that there are devices outside on the market that they can read your mind. So it was fascinating to see, I would say, this part, you know, of profession that actually no one does know anything about this, but we are actually already surrounded with this technology. We have it, we are using it every day. And it's uh, the, the polemic of this technology became so uh, grounded that people start actually resisting, believe it, believing that it exists. Uh, and uh, I mean, we decided to convert. It means this part of the black net or however to say into something which people can actually accept, something that we explain to people what actually it is um, to get them more I would say home-friendly uh, approach, um, presentation, uh, use usage, uh, however you want to name it. So they got, I would say, a little bit more um, less feared about it. And I think this was the most difficult part as well to convince the Senate in the United States of America how to do this. Ego. Mm. Ego. So it sounds like it sounds like you've done an awful lot. Like like over the last few years and you've really like taken the initiative to to look for solutions you know you're talking at the start about how how entrepreneurship is very much about um finding solutions and you asking yourself you know the continual question of you know what problem am i, am I solving which i think is is really important when it comes to any impact that we're going to have on this world it's our ability to be able to identify challenges and often they come don't they through our own personal challenges that we have and then we try and find a solution because we know other people are affected by the same challenges now a lot of your work has been like recognized by institutes like harvard and you also had uh, a great endorsement and recognition from uh president biden i would look i'd love to know what what was that recognition exactly for and and how did that make you feel well, exactly. This is where we then got, I will say, um, 
where we got stuck. So we, we, we knew we need, if you want to make a change, we will need to start uh, in the basis. And this is a law because without law, without jurisdiction, we don't have society. So every time when you want to do something, it's like, or you will have regulatory and the law which is supporting this, what you are presenting, or it's really like uh, frictional because it's not controlled. And usually what is controlled, we can measure, or what we can measure, we can as well, I would say, evaluate. So we needed to come to the United States, of course, because logically they are, and I would say not only logically, it means globally, they are still the biggest power on the world. And they are still the biggest influence as well to the European Union and to the Switzerland and to the United Kingdom. So... We realized we will need the support. I realized I will need the support of the Senate. I will need to convince Senate. I will need to convince the White House. But it was not so easy. It means my initiative, let's say, started when Biden was not in the White House yet. So my initiative started when Trump actually took over the, the White House. Mm, but as well, not just on the theory. It means I was literally, I had, I would say, some scientific, I would say, um, I had scientific documents I, I had, I would say, what I needed to convince and the White House and the Senate, okay, now this is the right time. This is what we need to do. But it was not so easy. Of course, you can imagine that I would say one change globally like this can cost enormous amount of the money and it takes some time and so on. So we don't know what is going to happen. Now then, Trump's administration, first administration was finishing and uh, we did not know what to expect. Unfortunately, luckily, I'm just saying this because I, I, I do not orient myself, I will say, not to the Trump, not to Biden. It means I'm politically undefined. I like both of them um, and I welcome both, both of them. And uh, when Trump lost this administration, we don't know what is going to happen. So um, then Mr. Biden, of course, uh, Mr., Mr. Trump left. Mr. Biden took over the administration and we said, OK, now what, what are we going to do now? Now we will start again. Uh, but uh, luckily, Mr. Biden was, I would say, informed about my initiative and he took over, I would say, apparently the case. And uh, just seven, eight months later, actually, in September, the Senate of the United States of America then they recognized the law. And just two months after this, then I have received his thank you letter for the initiative in which he was take, literally thanking me for the support and so on and so on. And Igor, is it, Igor, is it true that it took six years for you to receive a letter from anyone in government, uh, yes. and and what <laughs> yes. what made what made you not give up? Uh, and what would be your message to other people who who believe in something and haven't had like any recognition or any feedback at least? Like what made you? I mean, you said you sent over seven thousand emails over a four year period. What has made you continue? You know, and what would be your message to other people that? believe in swing, but haven't had that breakthrough yet? I think this is the right question, but um, I was looking this, uh, I, I would say I was looking this question, I was looking this answer ready as I was younger. And I think that you need to find something that you believe in. You need to find something that you are not willing to compromise. And when you find something that you are not willing to compromise, when you say, look, I, I would really like to do it. I would really like to bring this solution out. You will fight for it. And the um, thing is that it's, it, it, it's not going to come easy. It means, um, imagine what I try to do. 
imagine when I was talking with governments for our, our regarding the brainwave devices, imagine how many times I was refused. It's unimaginable. It means uh, everyone, literally everyone, was refusing the fact that something this would exist or something this would be possible and so on and so on. Let's say in 2015, 16, there was barely any kind of source about the brainwave on the internet. If you find any kind of source, it was some kind of dark net. If you open today internet, it's a full of our sources and resources about the brainwave devices. And if you would walk to any government in the Europe, probably they heard about my name because I was consistent. And um, I think this is just drive. And uh, if it's not, when it doesn't, when you miss the drive, then you just need to take the logic and you just need to take this recipe, you know, and you say, okay, I need to consist because if I'm going to consist, it is going to work and it does work. And this is what people need to be, they need to realize this fact that, of course, you need to be, you, you need to be prepared as well to accept the changes. It means it's just not taking as a full, full pure focus in one direction. You will hit on the questions, you will hit on the closed doors, but every time you will learn something new and you will say, okay, I need to change something. I need to improve, I will say a few things and I will try again. And sooner or later you are going to succeed. It means uh, better you perform, better you adopt the changes. And uh, as well, of course, you need to be prepared to listen others because uh, they, if, of course, it's, it's not only it's not only you, the factor of the change. And this is, of course, they need to prepare administration. They need to open the question. They need to make a discussion. They need to make a decision as well about the budgets. Then this is circling around the governments. Some are yes, some are, some are pro, some are against. It takes as well the time. But the most uh, important thing is to not give up. It means even if you're refused once, twice, do not refuse. I was refused more as more as 6,000 times. If you, if, you, if you would calculate my emails and that mm. no one didn't reply, six, seven, 7,000 emails, no one didn't reply. So in November, let's say November 2021, 20, actually in November 2020, when I have received the first email from Mr. Biden, uh, I didn't even see it right away because I was already so automated that when I was sending emails, um, I thought that uh, it's just... Um, some kind of reply again that I need to wait on uh, the day that I need to wait that they just uh, make a review and they will send me the answer. So I didn't see I, I didn't see actually his letter right away. I have seen that I have I have received the White House uh, email, but I didn't open it right away. So I actually have seen his email letter then two months later, and this was then this was I will say um, I didn't even know uh, you know like then I was like. And I didn't even send him an answer to thank you, to thank him back. You know what I mean? So then it was like, I'm doing something and I'm not then even on the basis, you know, when something happens. But again, uh, you know, things like this do happen. And if you, um, I mean, if I think that if you have the right uh, energy, if you have the right attitude, then people, uh, people communicate. It means mm. uh, we, we, uh, we share experience. And people give feedback and we listen. And this is really important. It means mm. if you want to be a leader, you need to have, I would say, a sense for uh, not only for what people need, you need to have sense as well how organizations do function, how the parliament functions, how you need to understand a bit of the process. Uh, if you're refused, again, uh, just uh, try to take another way. You know, try to improve something. And I'm, I, I'm, I'm definitely convinced that it's going to succeed.
And and these challenges, Igor, is is this is this where and did you give it the name Havana syndrome? Is it is this what is this what No. How, no, so I, my, my, on, explain my proposal, that. My proposal was actually to the Senate and to the White House to just name it simply the technological abuses. Now I can I, I I don't want to say the advantage, but let's say in the this was in the in the August August July August 2016 is when I was actually uh, moving in Switzerland from one canton to another, and I know that I I was actually finishing one part of the the scientific I would say um, scientific um, research, and um, I still remember. I mean, the internet was totally dark. It means you didn't find anything about this. Mm-hmm. But um, then some incidents started happening in the end of 2016, and this is right December. And I'm not sure if you were reading about the Havana syndrome, but uh, people started, uh, people literally started reporting the technological attacks from everywhere, from the White House, from inside the White House, from the embassies, from the homes of people that they were working on those embassies and so on and so on. Now, was this an advantage to what I was doing or not? I do not know because I do not know what was happening before this. Let's say um, people were really strict about this. And even I was asked, you know, doesn't matter what it is. They, we were all asked not to talk about anything, not even with families and so on and so on. They said, when I will say, uh, when some kind of decision is going to be made, I'm going to be informed. Whatever we have found, we, we need to keep for ourselves and so on and so on. So, it was uh, really difficult. We did not know what to expect. Or, and at the same time, the State Department was asking for universities and for everyone to help as well with this research, what they could find. And it was so interesting because they were sending doctors, which, are, which have years and years of experience. They were sending them from CIA as well, I would say, to those locations. Um, and of course, uh, I mean, we are systematically learned that we refuse those kind of things because uh, this is how it is in, let's say, the last 80 years. Doesn't matter. And, but it was a really good interview, which is as well on the YouTube when doctor says, I was super doubtful that something like this is happening. And I was sent to Cuba, to Havana, to see what is wrong. And then uh, we, have, we have found actually as well some, I would say, uh, we have found some kind of proofs um, and then he actually wrote as well about uh, this. And uh, it was a fascinating thing, actually, that no one did not know this as well. Not So this was, a, this was um, it means an incident which, was hap- which started really outbursting in Havana in Cuba in 2017. And that's why then the government decided to name it Havana Syndrome. Um, but maybe they will change it. We still do not know we were talking about this because mm. in the, when we are talking with the European Union, when the European Commission, with European Parliament, um, there were some proposals already made that we will name it just technological abuses. If we are talking about the abuses itself, of course, but we cannot talk as a technology in the general as an abuse because technology is actually fascinating. And I really, that's why I'm, that's why I am placing so much effort into this because we are developing by ourselves one part of these technological components. And um, we know that we are going to be able to use it only if we know what we are talking about. And uh, if we are right protected, it means if uh, humans can protect themselves in front of abuses, if we can protect, it means our products in front of abuses. So we can actually really, we can live lives fulfilled with, I would say, with this part of technology as well.
Yes, you've been doing a a really important work and uncovering, you know, a a problem that's been there for a while. And the fact that obviously it has a personal kind of uh, impact on you. I, I love how when we're challenged with something personal, how often that then becomes the very thing that we kind of want to represent other people to and and actually make people be more aware of some of the challenges and, and give people support. Now, we've only got a few minutes left, Eagle. What what would be some of your kind of final thoughts uh, that you want people to know about you and, and your work? And how, how do people find out more about uh, yourself and System of All? Well, I, uh, I mean, with today's internet, with with everything, what we have technology-wise is super easy. It's um, just a matter of opening few sites on the net, typing systemofall.com, uh, and you will find our website. Um, now, of course, uh, there we have a bit more websites. It means we have as well our own token, as it was presented as well in the in the interview. Um, we did as well. I mean, with the token, we did a great job. Uh, because we literally took into the observation more as 400 cryptocurrencies, between four and 600 cryptocurrencies. We did really special analysis and everything what we are doing, we are doing on this, in the same manner. Let's say if you're talking with consultants, if you're talking with researchers, they take some, some amount of the sources, which are usually, let's say 10, maybe 15, some even less. Um, I have a little bit different type of uh, type of the strategy. It means I really take the amount of the sources, which takes a little bit longer, but uh, we analyze more as six, more as four hundred cryptocurrencies, and we created a token, which I believe that uh, still people do not um, understand totally how the I would say smart contracts and everything is working behind, but. We split the contracts, I would say, in uh, several different parts, and you can see uh, more about this as well on the site, systemofalltoken.com. Now we are finishing as well our multi-sig wallet, which is going to be available for not only for the small users, but as well for the big companies. Now those that they know the multi-sig wallets, they know that multi-sig wallets are now offering, let's say, between six to ten private keys. Now, and we actually develop multi-sig wallet, which is offering up to 50 and even more private keys. Because it's good for sharing the responsibility as well in the company between directors and so on. There is no wallet which is currently offering anything like this and it's going to be available in the next three months. Um, then we have our NFT collection, which is awesome. We really did a great job with our 3D NFT. It was in development more as nine months. Uh, and you can see the first two, first two examples online. Now we are developing as well the NFT marketplace, which is going to come sooner. Let's say in approximately six months, it's going to be on the market and so on. So it's a great time. I mean, we, we, will, we will have, I would say, a big, big growth in the next, I would say, couple of months. I expect that uh, these changes, again, of course, going to bring a lot of responsibility. And you will hear probably a lot of even better results uh, as well. I hope from the White House. <laughs> so I, I, I call as well a bit on the White House as well on the European Union and everybody else, of course, to follow this also problematic and uh, somehow to step this step in front with us. And I hope that we will catch the right wave as we need to. Excellent. Well, it's been great to have you on today's Brains podcast. Look forward to keeping an eye on your journey. And wish you all the success for the rest of the year, Igor. Thank you. Thank you very much, Mark. 
thank you for joining this episode with me, Max Sefton. I hope you've really enjoyed it. Feel free to leave us a positive review on iTunes. And I look forward to welcoming you back to the next episode of the Brains Magazine podcast.